Well, I'm left, but this is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Dana Sam- Samuelson. Dana, are you ready to do this? Yes, sir, I am, George. Thanks for having me. Yeah, excited to have you on. Let's go. Dana is the founder and president of American Gold Exchange. They're a leading national precious metals and rare coin company specializing in dealer-to-dealer trading as well as direct-to-consumer sales. Dana, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, I'm married. I've got two kids. I've got a 10-year-old boy and a five-year-old daughter. I'm not the youngest man on the planet. <laughs> so uh, I'm also a backyard guitar player. Uh, my wife is a musician, so we're trying to teach our kids music in addition to uh, the, the ways of the world. Uh, I'm a physical precious metals dealer uh, out of Austin, Texas. I've been in the precious metals business for 42 years have a national reputation that is is good and uh, try and help people understand uh, why precious metals are a good fit for any financial portfolio uh, or as a hedge against financial uncertainty, inflation, and the history of money, basically. You know, the vintage coin dealer uh, dealing in U.S. coins minted since 1793. These are pieces of history uh, that people can own in their hands for not that much money and uh, we're basically custodians of these pieces. You know, we really don't own them as much as we hold them for a little while before we pass them on to the next person. They'll survive us uh, uh, well past us. Well, I appreciate that. <clears throat> so your wife, is she the singer? Is she the drummer? What's what's uh, going on here? Uh, she's a singer-songwriter. Uh, she's got one CD out that's that's quite good, actually, even if I must say so. But she's semi-retired now with a young daughter that we have. So I expect she'll come back on the scene in the next uh, few years. Okay, perfect. So in terms of the literacy or the education around precious metals, we were talking that, obviously, precious metals have been around for as long as the Earth has been around. And human beings have been using precious metals to trade for a really, really long time. But where is the current level of literacy around where precious metals fit into somebody's personal financial situation? Well, I think uh, one of the weaknesses of our country, unfortunately, is that we don't give kids coming up in school a good financial education. And learning about finances, money, how markets work, um, uh, how countries trade with each other is important. And gold and silver are an international currency. They are not behove, be, beholden to any government. Um, they're accepted universally around the world. And having a good sound financial education is important. I'm friends with Robert Kiyosaki, whose book Rich Dad Poor Dad is one of the best-selling books in the, in the planet about Uh, finances and how to attain wealth and gold and silver tend to hold their value over time where the money that our politicians keep printing becomes diluted through more and more printing. Now, our debt was $5 trillion in 1995. Uh, It's gone up sixfold to $30 trillion today. Gold was $300 an ounce in 1995. And it's $1,800 now today. It's gone up sixfold over that same time frame, while the purchasing power of our dollar has just continued to erode, especially over the last year or so with inflation. Everybody's feeling it. You know, if you had 
wanted to buy eggs with gold or silver two years ago, you'd still get the same amount of eggs today <laughs> with that same amount of gold and silver, but you'd have to pay a few dollars more to get that. And having a financial education that understands these things is important. And gold and silver are a small part of that overall picture, but everyone should be aware of them. Uh, it's always been the, that's been a sane or rallying cry or truism that, that gold is a hedge against inflation. So now that we do find ourselves actually experiencing, I almost said enjoying, experiencing inflation, how 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 is gold doing, for lack of a better term? Well, it's actually underperforming a bit right now because of uh, the currency market. You know, over the last year, I don't want to get too technical, but over the last year, the U.S. economy was the best economy in the world. We had the highest interest rate compared to every other country, and we were safe. Uh, because of the war in Europe, primarily with the war in Ukraine. So a lot of money from around the world came into the United States. And the gateway to that is the dollar. And the dollar was bid up about 18% against most other currencies at one point last year, which is an enormous gain. And that pushed gold and silver prices down to cyclical lows, which is contrary to what most people would think in an inflationary environment, but it was more of a currency play than it was a precious metals play. Uh, during the inflation of the 70s, the silver really ran hard, but on the backside of inflation, when inflation really got sticky. And we haven't quite gotten to that point in this cycle yet. We'll just have to see how well the Federal Reserve does in trying to contain inflation. But we may get you know, a weaker economy, a recession because of the higher cost of money. And uh, gold and silver tend to do well when things don't go so well otherwise. Appreciate that. So we're certainly not giving anybody financial advice, but if we were to uh, no, no. Just, 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 just use an avatar of, of a 40-year-old investor who is, has a 401k and they've got a brokerage account and they own a, own a home, um, gold, silver, precious metals, platinum could be an additional vehicle or additional way to to be investing money right uh, a good hedge is about five six seven percent of assets gives you enough where you get a counterbalance against times of trouble or uncertainty without taking opportunity uh, from other markets real estate stocks bonds whatever so having a little bit is a good thing i'm not saying people should you know go all in uh, but having a little bit makes a, a very much uh, financial sense. And in terms of of the markets, it's a it's a, it's a fascinating thing and something that that to your point we don't necessarily have that firm of a grasp of. I think that we understand the stock market. I can go and buy and sell shares. Probably people understand the real estate market because it's all over the news and it's splashy when home values go way up or when they go way down. But we understand that. How 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 does the precious metals market work? I know that's a big question, but well, there's um there's a couple different ways you can uh, invest in precious metals. I'm a physical precious metals dealer, so I, I deal with physical ounces of gold or silver, platinum or palladium that are made by refineries or sovereign mints like the U.S. Mint, the Canadian Mint, British Mint. They all make their own what we call bullion coins today, which are gold and silver pieces 
uh, made simply for gold and silver's sake. They have a small premium over their metal content. Then you can hold it. You can own it. It's a way for you to take some of your dollars, take them out of the banking system, have a savings account in precious metals instead of in the bank. And, you know, savers, if you have dollars in the bank, you you know, you lost three, four, five percent last year, inflation, net uh, interest rates. Uh, and gold and silver have held their value about the same year to year. So they're holding up right now. You can invest in exchange traded funds, which is a way to trade gold and silver price movement on paper. That's a way to harness the changing in the precious metals prices if you're a trader. Or you can buy the stock in companies that mine gold and silver, but that you're buying a business that happens to pull gold and silver out of the ground. So it's not only the deposits that they have, uh, what quality those deposits are. It's how good is the company running those. And you tend to get a little leverage to the metals price with mining stocks because uh, if the gold price goes up $100, the company's profit margin might double, um, but it goes both ways. So they're they're volatile. Gold and silver tend to be kind of boring in the long term, but it's a nice way for you to have uh, safety and, a, and portable, true portable transferable wealth that you can carry your 100 ounces of gold is $180,000 today. It's the size of a paperback novel. It's very easy to transport. And that's why people have always used gold. It's dense value. 100 ounces of gold is worth $180,000 today. How about that? Okay. So um, bars versus coins. Is there, what's, what's, what's the thought process, the wisdom? Uh, I recommend the sovereign minted coins, which are struck uh, by dyes onto a blank, which create an image. Uh, bars that are made by private refineries are much simpler in design, where a coin that a sovereign mint makes can have more intricacy. And there are characteristics to that strike that are recognizable to precious metals dealers like myself. We have a modest but growing problem with Chinese counterfeits and they're faking bars more than they are faking the sovereign minted coins because their bars are easier to replicate. So the most important advice is deal with a long-standing precious metals dealer. I don't I don't recommend some of the online platforms where you can buy, you know, on the computer um, and find someone has a good reputation to deal with. It's not a big problem, but you don't want it to be your problem. So find someone you can trust in the industry if you want to own physical precious metals. And the sovereign minted coins are the best way to go for saleability in the future, in my opinion. So what does that mean, a counterfeit gold bar? Does that mean there's some gold on there, but also some lead in there, something like that? Yeah, basically, they'll take a, a metal like tungsten, which has a density that's similar to gold, and put a small plating of gold on it. Uh, to get it the right weight, it won't quite be the right size. We have testing devices we use that can reveal that it's plated instead of pure. Uh, and, you know, if worse comes to worse, uh, we can put a drill through <laughs> a gold bar to see if it's gold all the way through. And I've actually done that at points in time in my career. <laughs> so it's not, it's not a big problem, but if you stick with sovereign minted coins that have intricate designs, that's really where the, uh, the rub is for the, uh, the, the fraudulent pieces. They just can't make them look good. They might look good to you, but they wouldn't look good to a professional like me. 
what 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 are some of those the those kind of tells or, or, or tip offs when 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 you're looking at a fake? Uh, the color is always a little off. The, the vibrancy of the surfaces is not quite right. Uh, there's a sound. You know, gold and silver, when they touch each other, they make a specific pitch. And you know, when I count gold coins or silver coins, I listen to them. Plus, we have testing devices that are fairly sophisticated that aren't that, that expensive that we can use. that will measure density and uh, give us uh, a true rating or not. But more, more it's, it's look and feel. You know, it's just something you learn over time. You know, this was bad. Uh, I, I hate to be so simple, but that's basically what it is, experience. Yeah, no, I, I, I absolutely believe it. But, the, but it, the, just to, to further, further that a little bit, the, the mints these days are adding design elements to the bullion pieces that make it harder for the counterfeiters to replicate. U.S. Gold Eagles, the new ones, the one-ounce gold coin the U.S. Mint is making, they have those denticles around the edge. Well, now they're missing one on the new ones that they're making. This is an anti-counterfeiting element in the design. It's not hard to make one, one of those denticles or ridges go away, but it's impossible to make them go away in the same place on every coin, which is mm-hmm. how they've done it. And it's, it's really quite smart. How many, I don't know if it's noble or not, how many of these, these, these gold coins are being minted every day or yearly? Well, bullion coins, it's, it's millions of ounces on an annual basis uh, for gold and silver. There's, there's a pretty good appetite these days for physical precious metals amongst the U.S. public, um, but it's still only about 5 to 6 7% of the public really owns or knows about precious metals, which is why having a basic education is important. Uh, you know, gold and silver perform just like they were supposed to following the great financial crisis of 2008, when the banking system almost came apart at the seams. Uh, And gold and silver have responded well to the increase in our debt over the last couple of years due to COVID. So it's important that people know about this. That's why I'd like to do, you know, podcasts like yours so I can help spread the word. And, And if we can help people learn, that's really what my business does. We try and uh, help people in a consultative way, you know, understand what might be best for them if they're interested in this, what's a good proportion and what, what products might be best. Although we stick with the main stream items, U.S. Mint, Canadian Mint, Austrian Mint. We do a lot of business in those three mints because they're the most popular, competitively priced and widely traded bullion items. That makes sense. So... I, I think I understand how to actually buy them. Should I decide that I'm interested in 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 turning them back into U.S. dollars? How does that process work? Well, if you have a dealer that you're working with, usually selling back to the dealer that you purchase from is your best option uh, because they've already looked at the product, they've edited it. Um, you know, any good dealer will know good product. That's pretty simple. Uh, I'm a member of the Professional Numismatists Guild, which is the leading organization of rare coin dealers in the country. But we also have bullion businesses. We tend to be the the longstanding members of the community with with good reputations. So I would look for a a Professional Numismatists Guild, P&G member dealer, if you want to buy or sell precious metals in your hometown. 
I mean, there's some good mail order companies. We're a mail order company, my company, but some people want to do business locally. But the P&G member dealers are typically the dealers you can have the most faith in. Numismatist. <laughs> That's just a fancy word for coin nerd. Okay. I like it. I don't know that I've ever heard that word before. Uh, stamps, phil- philatelist. Oh, Coins, nice. numismatist. It just means the study of that item. Outstanding. I love that. All right. So walk me through the buying experience. I I, I come to American Gold Exchange. I'm, I am a regular person that is not a numismatist, and I know very little about it, but I say, you know what? This, 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 this makes sense. So if you want to own physical gold and silver, the, the gold and silver price move up and down all day long, five days a week, just like stock prices do. So at a point of sale, we have to pick the, whatever the metal price is that, at that point in time. That's the underlying basis. So for gold, it could be $1,800 an ounce, $1,805, 10 minutes later, you know, $1,803, 10 minutes later. We pick that price at the point of sale. And we've picked out what product you want, whether it's a U.S. coin, a Canadian coin, an Austrian coin. There's a small premium for manufacturing and distribution and profit, which would make your purchase price on gold about 4% over the gold price, maybe 5%. In silver, it tends to be $1.50 to $3 or $4 an ounce, depending upon the product, whether it's a one ounce coin or a you can buy 100 ounce bars, which cost effective and then that's the price that you pay when you go to sell you're going to get about three or four percent less for that same ounce of gold or about a dollar fifty less for that same ounce of silver that's the buy sell spread it's not as efficient as buying a stock on paper because there is has to be perfect so these are not items that are good trading vehicles, but if you want to own precious metals, it's really the only way you can go. And like I said, it's you should look at it as a savings account that you're going to put money into that you really don't want to touch unless you have to. You know, that's your long-term savings account and something that will hold value better than dollars will. But it's simply just like buying anything else, except the price goes up and down and there's a difference between the buy price and the sell price. When you sell, we lock in at whatever the metals price is at that point in time. Who sets the metals prices? <laughs> well, we we do this on the uh, commodity, ex- the COMEX exchange, which is a futures exchange where the buy- contracts are bought and sold in large volume. Uh, 100 ounce contracts of gold, 5,000 ounce contracts of silver. Uh, it's a way for mining producers to hedge their inventory, just like you can buy cattle futures or corn futures, the way farmers can hedge their product, uh, their, uh, the crops in the ground. They, they're they going to sell a product in April that they're not going to deliver till October, as if you're a farmer. That's the way you do it, so you can hedge. That's where the metals prices are truly set. It's a paper market, and it can be bullied around a bit. There's a lot of money in the world today, and the gold and silver markets are kind of small, so when big big buy and sell orders come into the market, the the gold price can be a bit volatile. Uh, We're also affected by finance, you know, what's going on with interest rates, what the Federal Reserve is doing is affecting the metals prices right now. We're affected by geopolitical events, tension in the world, whether or peace, uh, 
good economic activity uh, versus, you know, not so good economic activity. So all these things affect precious metals markets, which and make the gold and silver price go up and down on the futures exchange, which is where we derive our spot prices from. Uh, it's, it's always interesting for me because something's always going on, keeping these markets moving and, you know, things change. So I, I'm kind of a current events fan and a, uh, uh, I like to follow finances. So there's always something that's affecting our markets. And that's another reason people, if they own a little bit, they have a vested interest in it. It makes them want to follow these markets. And silver is easy. It's much cheaper to buy. It doesn't, the point of entry to have a little bit is not hard. And as I said, my, my friend Robert Kiyosaki one day, he's like, what's this Bitcoin? Five minutes later, he bought Bitcoin on his phone. He said, if I own it, I'll follow it. Right. So it's a good way to have a little skin in the game. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Well, Dana, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you and American Gold Exchange? Well, we're a, a physical precious metals uh, dealer out of Austin, Texas. Our website is www.amergold.com, Amergold. Our uh, email address is info, I-N-F-O, at amergold.com. Uh, we have a information-rich website. We have transparent live pricing. Uh, we're very competitive. Uh, we're uh, very uh, consultative in nature. We want to help people. So amergold.com is our website. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Dana your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to amergold.com. It's A-M-E-R. G-O-L-D.com and check out all the great resources and the info and then reach out info at amergold.com and find out if this is a good fit for you. Thanks again, Dana. Thank you, George. It's been my pleasure. Thank you. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.